When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, my sweet children of isolation. It's BudPod57. BudPod57 and Phil here sounding better than ever. That's right. I finally invested in a Mikey phone. Phil's got himself up to date with the latest tech. He managed to get a Raider from the Wasteland to drive it over in an elaborately spiky, crazy motorbike. Yes, it's a petrol mic. It is powered by the gasoline <laughs> of the before years. But it's nice and crisp and it's straight to USB. That's right. And that's the kind of technology they had in the before, isn't it? <laughs> Um, it's a lovely bit of kit, this. I scratched it straight away. I, <laughs> I'm so bad at keeping these nice. Um, joined with, uh, I have a terrible character flaw where I need things to stay pristine for the entire life cycle. Otherwise, I feel I have failed at owning a thing. And so... Yes. And I, I have a feeling you probably have a similar impulse, Pierre. And I scratched this right on the front straight away. I just knocked it with my laptop and it's now got a little permanent scratch. I'm looking at it now. And when I when I dinged it, I went over. And you know that, that moment when you ding something and it's it's the equivalent of when you drop your phone and it's face down and you know it's all about that turnover and to reveal whether or not you've ruined your life. The big moment, yeah. The big moment. The big moment with when you've scratched something is of course, will your thumb rub it off? <laughs> and and um, my thumb did rub off uh, the bit of paint that was there beforehand. So it is a real scratch. It's on there right now. And um, I just have to live with that now. I I have the same um, instincts, but I have the habits of a, of a careless fool. Mm, yes. Um, so, so I keep doing it and I'm unable to accept that I keep doing it, which seems like an unfair combo. It is unfair. I wish I had the temperament of a clumsy person. There are people out there who are clumsy, just absolute klutzes. I have had have an ex like this. She was clumsy with everything, but she didn't care. And that's the dream. I'm clumsy yes. with things, and I give a shit, which is like a living prison. <laughs> I I uh, I felt like a wizard, or maybe someone who'd spent a lot of time in a kind of ancient temple, when. Uh, Oh, uh, like a, a month or two ago, I dropped something in my kitchen, and like it's it was glass, and it smashed everywhere, uh. and it was a mess, and like the it had stuff in it, and that was splattered everywhere, um, and I managed to just not react at all. Wow, I mean that sounds yeah. like you just turned into a psychopath. Yeah, I, I just beca- like <laughs> I had, I I managed to like lock. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the particular the particular pitch the glass made when it hit the ground went and it activated your psychop- psychopathy. Yeah, it 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 was um it it made me remember that I was supposed to you know assassinate a world leader years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just sort of I stopped and I looked at the mess as it was still sort of splatting. Yeah, and I just thought I just thought 
and I was in the flat on my own as well, so that helped because it was like, well, there's no need, like no, nothing, no, no, nothing is served by a reaction to this, and so with the with the chilling calmness of Hannibal Lecter, I just picked up the pieces and and just dealt with it, <laughs> and just slowly slit your throat with it. Uh, <laughs> and then the made sure that I slit my throat above the sink. <laughs> That's some growth, Pierre. You should be very proud. Um, yeah, I don't know if I can access that part of myself again, but I'll try. I'll try. This is a bit of uh, um, this is a phenomenon I've noticed that no one I've not heard anyone else um, say. Have you noticed that when you drop a glass, it that it breaks on the bounce? Have you noticed this? It it drops. It dung floats up once. Sorry, I just knocked the table there. You drop the glass. It dung it bounces off the ground seemingly intact and then when it drops again from that lower point is when it smashes yeah it, well, especially if it lands on the thicker bottom part yeah have you noticed i've that? i've seen them drop on the first hit when they land kind of on the almost on the rim at an angle right that's instant yeah, that's instant. But yeah, there's a there is a lot more bouncing than you would think with something made of glass or 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 ceramic. That's right. That's right. I I always wonder if maybe the first drop sort of vibrates the glass in preparation to shatter. And, and yeah. the second it's the old one too. The second drop finishes it off. There's there's nothing quite like the incredible relief when something very smashable just goes boom and just sits there and isn't smashed mm. <laughs> Boom. very and, smashed and you're all you, you almost fear it you, you you think but but how yeah you think it's, physics has been suspended momentarily for your benefit which feels great yeah yeah godlike powers um i think it's definitely a sign that we've both been indoors a lot that we're sort of re like really pondering what's what, what the glasses in our cupboard yeah kitchen physics <laughs> <laughs> is that your new uh, uh, educational uh, streaming? Yeah, that's channel? my web series. No, we're we're all doing things that we didn't think we would be, and um, I've started. Uh, I've started kitchen physics, <laughs> but I think unfortunately, too many of the experiments um, uh, concern knives for it to be a children's show. So I don't think we'll get yeah. the clearing we need. And you insist on doing it in lycra, just like an exercise stream. Yeah, just a safe space um, in the kitchen to keep yeah, yourself that's right. as compact as possible. <laughs> Wearing lots of sort of girdles and straps, yeah. <laughs> How's your uh, isolation now, Pierre? Um, it's okay. I had a, a setback this morning where I... I uh, I've, I, I've been getting a, a couple of commissions for drawing. Nice. Which is cool, and uh, I've been posting them away to places like Ireland and America. Gosh, are people uh, like so? Are people emailing you with specific uh, requests of what to draw? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like a street caricaturist, but they just have to send you a picture of their face and you draw them on the roller skates at home? <laughs> they have to send me an hour-long video of them trying to sit still in their <laughs> plaza. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, ideally in the video they make sure that whoever's filming them pretends to be who they're on holiday with going well, oh, this is taking ages and they go oh, shush, oh, it's going to be funny um, 
<laughs> and then yeah, I, I have to, and they have to tell me three very common hobbies. Yeah, uh, th- that I incorporate. Yeah, very much so. But basically, um, yesterday I went to try and post one of these things, and the post office had like a huge World War Two queue. Mm. And uh, I thought, screw this! I'm gonna just get loads and loads of like hard backed, like like do not bend envelopes on the internet, like a cool guy. Yep. Uh, and I ordered the wrong size. So <laughs> too big. I wasn't too small? looking properly. Yeah, they're too small. I guess you can't really uh, be too big. No, yeah, if like novelty check size, maybe. Well, how have we got to the point where we're rationing letters? <laughs> yeah, there's there's not enough of the abstract concept of post to go around. <laughs> Is that you blowing your nose, or do you just pull a chair across the floor? Ah, uh, it was a nose. Good, good guess. Oh, okay. This is a new feature. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, guess the noise. Nose or chair, chair or nose. <laughs> um, okay, Pierre, do you want to guess this noise? Okay. There uh, we go. Okay. So this is the first step. And then... Oh, I know that noise from childhood. That's an asthma inhaler. It sure is. Um, is it the Preventer or the uh, Blue Ventolin? Ooh, I'm gonna say Ventolin. Correct. You know your yeah. I I always I've got I got myself some Ventolin too. We're a couple of cool, athletic young men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. The uh, uh, I I I have, I'm starting to get hay fever, listeners. That's why I was blowing my nose, and it doesn't seem fair in a time of of global plague to have an automatic plant jizz sneezing disease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, does this put you in a a vulnerable group now, or is it just good old-fashioned bad luck? I think it's just bad luck, and and it does mean that like I'm the I'm the coronavirus equivalent of in medieval times if you had an old woman who just happened to live alone with a black cat. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're you're gonna get you're going to get uh, burned at the stake. I'm going to get a lot of suspicion from my fault. neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, people in the street look at me askance. Although, as we found out recently, listeners, um, Pierre and I and a few friends indulged in the now uh, traditional act of the Zoom conference call pub quiz. And yep. Pierre chose the category of um, historic and notable deaths, of course. And it turns out that the majority of witches at the Salem Witch Trials were not burned, but hanged. They were hanged, yeah. If you want to find people burning witches, you, my friend, have to go to France or Spain. (laughs) Um. So just to give you all a taste of our Friday nights. Yep, 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 yep. Everyone I know is doing some sort of Zoom quiz at the moment. And uh, it's impossible to know what kind of effect this is going to have on, on British society. Do you think pub quizzes will be more or less popular? Like, will people be sick of quizzes or they'll be like, you mean I can do a quiz out of my house? <laughs> I don't know. I reckon it's going to be like the DVD cinema debate. You know, people thought the cinema was over when the VHS was invented because people can do it at home. But nothing quite beats the atmosphere of a live pub quiz, Pierre. And I think that's something the, the the fat cats at DVD Towers just don't understand. <laughs> Not DVD Towers in this case, but Zoom Zoom Mansions or wherever Zoom is. Uh, is yeah, based. Zoom secret Zoom headquarters somewhere under the earth. 
Like, I, 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 what do you think it's like to be the guy who invented Zoom? Who's like, well, I guess this makes video conferencing slightly more convenient. <laughs> well, and well that's the thing, you're... isn't it? It's like it's sort of like Uber, where you go, well, everyone's using this, but what exactly has been invented? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the same as what we've always had. It is kind of impressive that someone's gone like, uh, someone's nailed it this much, like the guy from Zoom, just by inventing an app for video calling that doesn't suck. Right. Like, what? what is it about, like, so many apps are, are like the app to go to just because, I don't know, like, whoever designs all the other apps was like, well, of course, we don't want more than two people to do anything. And it, ideally, it should take ages and break a lot. Well, that's exactly it. I recently um, downloaded the and bought the script uh, writing software uh, Final Draft. Ooh. Um, whereas beforehand, I'd use the either cheap or free, I can't remember, Keltex. And the difference between the two is that Final Draft, it just works. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're the same software, but one works. So you pick the one that works, and so they have a monopoly. And that's pretty much it. Well, see, Phil, I, I've I've gone rogue and I actually uh, bought a Scrivener. Wow! <laughs> what on yeah. earth is that? Is that it's, like, it's, is that the Duplo script writing of script writing software? Yes, I think I've bought the Pepsi and you've bought the Coke. <laughs> you've, you're correct. You've gone and uh, got the Meccano, have you? Yeah, I think so. And it was it it, it was fairly reasonably priced. Uh, it was like fifty quid or something. So that's not too bad. No. Um, but it seems to work. I mean, it does a lot of the format. It does all the formatting for you. Thank Christ. For listeners who don't know, this is a bit inside baseball. When you mark, when you write a script, all the different bits about what's happening in the script have to be in different like fonts and in capital letters and and positioned on the page differently. And if you try and do it in Microsoft Word you will end up killing everyone you know and then yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then not even be, being able to write a good script about it. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then and people will look at your script to think, what work of art drove this man insane? It must be incredible, like the Pieta. And it's just like a sketch about a man whose bum likes to smoke. <laughs> uh, speaking of sketches, listeners, you've got to check out Pierre's brand new online sketch show cuts uh which was Ooh. released yesterday for episode one was it just episode one will there be more um there'll be more if we're allowed outside of our houses to make more okay so episode um, one is uh is so is a content so far yes it's a sort of pilot for something that that may never exist but it's uh it's uh it was a lot of fun to make um it's on the it's on the turtle canyon comedy youtube channel um for now and uh the cast is just kind of everyone isn't it i was quite pleased with the cast yeah it's um got the daphne boys jason and george together in i think the jewel in a in an already very nice crown of sketches um it's um it's just i won't spoil it but it's so funny um pierre will put up the link to it i'm sure on instagram and stuff yeah uh, it's great it's really well cast what's nice is that there's loads of different people who only do one role each it can get tiring when people just repeat you know yeah and it's also, funny isn't it so you've timed it very well because um at the time when you made it i'm sure it would have felt like you were producing it on on, on a shoestring budget but now 
compared with everything else that people are able to make, it is like the fucking Godfather. The quality, the production values. <laughs> it, lo- it looks like Avatar, yeah. <laughs> I am Glanthar, the Unbreakable One. Welcome back to the pub quiz. Now, the answers round. Let's see who will survive this round of the Thunderdome questions. That's right, the questions about the establishment and history of the Thunderdome. So, uh, for those of you who asked who was the guy who first came up with the Thunderdome, it was Ganache who found the DVD of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome and copied the idea. Hail Ganache! And uh, anyone who didn't get that question correct is, of course, going to go into the Thunderdome. Uh, no, uh, remember, no, uh, takes these backsies, and, uh, uh, you better have handed your quiz to the next, uh, gang of wasteland raiders for them to mark. Uh, question two on the Thunderdome. Who was the first Thunderdome victor? It was I! It was I. Uh, anyone who did not, uh, recognize my achievement in slaughtering my foes in the Thunderdome there, uh, again, you are going in the Thunderdome. Uh, and, uh, the bonus question is about uh, who was the architect who designed the Thunderdome. It's uh, Frank Gehry. It's Frank Gehry. Um, they've spelt Gehry wrong. Can I still give them the point? Of course you can give them the point. Who wouldn't give them the point if it's clear that they knew who it was? They just don't know how to spell an unusual name. I'm afraid you're going in the Thunderdome. Okay, right. Round two. The killing. Uh, but in essence, guys, check out Cuts, the new sketch show from Piano Valley. It's very funny. Yeah, please do. Please do. Um, Phil, have you done any more hobby-style activities? Mm, no. I just, want, I just want to play my video games, you know. People keep bothering me with emails and asking <laughs> me how I am. It's like, I'm fine. Let me alone. I'm <laughs> I did I did have a thought about isolation the other day where someone was like, Oh, let's do another thing or let's do this, let's do that. And I did I did think to myself, let me have this. Yeah, let me just have this. Why I actually the did. The whole write... world is, is is frozen. Let me just have this this one time where I know for a fact that everyone has to be like this. I wrote about this for our friend uh, Rebecca Austin Pierre has started a uh, an online repository of comedians' diary entries called the Nothing in the Diary Diary, which is a very good name. Yes, it's very good. It's on her... Uh, what's the website? I've contributed. Fine I've and contributed. Dandy, yes. It's called fineanddandy.com, I think. Uh, so check that Fine out. Fineanddandy.com. And Pierre's got a, um, uh, a diary entry in there, which is very um, funny. And I've just submitted mine, which will be up in nice. a few days, I suppose. Um, and yeah, I was just saying, like, let's not waste... If we're among the lucky um people for whom this period is not completely life-changing and traumatic but is a sort of suspension of life like make the most of that right make the just lay just sit the hell down you don't have to be making something or improving or growing all the time and i'm starting to get frustrated with people being like i made a a Rube Goldberg machine with my children. It's like, even know, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can just enjoy yourself, for God's sake. 
Yeah, by then I guess I have uh, zero responsibility to anyone but myself. <laughs> yeah, well, that is that does help. Um, I, I, I know uh, uh, a friend of a friend who does a sort of wellness thing on Instagram. Uh, and I'm very against their attitude to to sort of exercise and things because they're, they're one of those people who say things like, while you're waiting for the kettle to boil, why not do 20 push-ups, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No and I always thanks. think to myself, why don't you practice the, some some, some what, mental hygiene and just do push-ups at the gym where the push-ups happen? Right, or in modern case, the just the floor elsewhere. Because also, like, yeah, there's, just, there's nothing you want more after a load of push-ups and a hot drink, is there? <laughs> I Every time I do exercise, I think, I wish there was a boiling drink for my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I but it's that thing of like why don't you just have a cup of tea and relax and then uh, have have the push-ups done in the morning or in the evening like not everything has to be it it to me it comes across as a symptom of terrible anxiety yes it is it's about trying to hold on to control i suppose control over your body and yourself which i understand but i mean thing is this is probably likely to go on so long that you will have time to get out of shape and then get back in again <laughs> yeah people could come out of this looking the same and no one understands they've been through hell and back <laughs> yeah <laughs> they could go full like a uh, late marlon brando or elvis and then just not again and everyone's just no one even knows what a waste what a terrible waste for them and their social media presence what what's your uh record so far for uh um days spent without leaving the front door without going out the front door once Ooh, like how many have uh, of those have i done in a row oh in a row probably only like one or two in a row but it's sort of every third or fourth day if i'm not careful R what do you mean not careful like like if i like if i don't remember that um my eyes genuinely need to look at a horizon at some point or they'll get rotten yeah uh, I, I can just stay indoors like an astronaut for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think thought... people like people like us who played a lot of video games and stayed indoors a lot growing up have been training for this our whole lives. And if exactly. anything, we're too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm really, I'm really easing into this. You know, I'm leaning into the, the yeah isolation. I, I, I've done three days in a row. I think that's my record so far. <laughs> that's um, a lot. What my I was talking to my friend last night and she's gone 17. No. 17 days in a row. Is your friend does your friend speak in only a whisper now? <laughs> uh, she's forgotten Jesus. how to speak English. Now, 17 she speaks days. A, she, she, she speaks a dialect that's developed in her home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which I couldn't believe. That was amazing. Why has she done that? Is she infected or is she afraid or what? I, I don't know. Probably afraid. She has face masks. Um, and So she doesn't infect her reflection? <laughs> I don't know, you know. I really don't know. I guess she's just being overly cautious. That's. Um, I mean, that is really impressive. Like, I think you qualify for NASA. Yeah, that's really amazing. I think I might go out today. I might go for. I, I need a run today, probably. 
Well, it's it's different for you because I I live on the first floor, whereas listeners Phil lives up from memory, I think thirty seven flights of stairs. <laughs> And so if you leave your house, you've got an absolute hill to climb just to get back into your house. It's not a great home to forget something in. Um, (laughs) I've often gone down on to realize the one thing I needed to take out is still upstairs. And that'll add 20 minutes. Yeah, uh, um, I don't. Well, and also like I live in a block of flats, but we've got like a kind of small courtyard thing with like a bench in. Yeah, that's Uh, right. And so sometimes I can go out and sit on the bench like a pensioner and just be in the in the wind outside and look at the sky and go, ah, oh, yes. Like someone, I, I, I feel like a, um, a, a politician who's under house arrest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, I criticize the regime, but not that much. They just need to make a show out of me. And now I have to basically just live in my flat. Yes, sort of um, late stage... Um... Um, and Sang Suchi. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and, and, late house arrest <laughs> and Sang Suchi. Yeah, yeah. Back back when she was still golden, everyone's golden girl. <laughs> I do um, I do love the fact that like uh, it's it's such a great twist. It's like uh, we finally got her out, and and we were like, what was it? What were you doing all the time that you were in there? And she was like thinking about how much I hate those Muslims. <laughs> 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 thinking about how necessary it is that we burn all those Muslims out of that part of the border. You think, wow, no, she went evil indoors. Oh, fuck. It was quite, uh, to use a wrestling turn, the heel turn. Yes, 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 yes. And a very, um, a very, uh, oh, season 11 of Burmese politics or whatever. Yeah, the writing for Burmese politics has got a bit (laughs) crazy. (laughs) Do you reckon that's what Burmese Twitter was like for a while? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Burmese, all, all, all eleven government-sanctioned Burmese Twitter accounts were like that for a bit. Uh, oh, um, uh, this is something I need to ask you. Yeah. Um, I was having a um, this quarrel, quarrel with my friend. Um, now she a quarrel, a quarrel. She um lives with her brother, and sometimes she will wear her brother's boxes as pajamas what is that and i said that's really weird and when when he sees her wearing his pajamas his boxes he's like oh come on like that but it's sort of like not a big deal but i said that's very strange it is now is that strange do um do your do your do your friend and her brother live in pornhub <laughs> all right because that's that's definitely the vibe i get it's so it's so creepy i don't like that at all i know thank you i thought because she was like oh my friends think it's fine i was like who are your friends are your friends lannisters (laughs) (laughs) well that's a relief that's a relief to hear that's so weird. What did she think? Like, uh, oh, my! I'll get those clothes that only touch my brother's dick and balls, and I'll wear those. And his asshole. I mean, this is exactly it. It's abs- It's grotesque. It's gross. I'm no prude, but even I have to draw the line at at um, sibling lingerie. I I, <laughs> I need to know how this started, even. Uh, I mean, it, it must be one of those things that started 
so long ago it started in the days of innocence and do you and think that's it's how it continued on well, see, I, I think that... I, I can't imagine this is something that started when they were in the family home. Why not? Well, because I, I think guess little too... boys don't wear boxes, for one. <laughs> yeah, but if also, like, it's If you saw like, a little boy wearing much... a pair of boxes, you'd, you'd, you'd feel threatened. I'd feel... I'd, <laughs> I think, like, does he want to fight? I'd, I'd feel, like, scared. <laughs> if I saw a little boy, a young boy, wearing boxes, I, I would automatically, like, visually, I would see him as also having a lit cigarette. <laughs> It would automatically fill in in my field of vision. And a um, sleeveless but, white t-shirt with food stains on it. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Um, I think this didn't happen in the family home because when you're young and in the family home, like, oh, that's my sibling's underwear. It's a bit, like, more, like, visceral. Right, yeah. And it's, like, more like, hey, don't touch my stuff or whatever. I think they've ended up living together. And, like, when girls live together, they nick each other's clothes all the bloody time. Like, my older sister and my younger sister have, like... They they swap, but also they have fights about borrowing and things like that, or they used to. That's why they're called knickers. That's what. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this is it. So I reckon she's like got that habit, and now she's like misapplying it to her own brother because that's just who she lives with. Oh well, she did go to girls' um, school. She yeah, she went to girls' school. Ah, that's like a, a boarding good... school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls yeah, so she's picked up. She's picked up weird. She's picked up creepy, sexy boarding school habits, and so now she's applying them to her brother's uh, dick and ball shields. But isn't the other thing you learn at girls' school that you can't trust a boy's hygiene sensibilities? Like, how much trust does she have in her brother's dedication to cleaning his fucking drawers? She must be nicking them straight, straight from the, straight from the laundry. <laughs> I mean, I fucking hope she is. <laughs> Now she gets them from uh, uh, she, she gets them from a, a vending machine she's built in the house <laughs> that she asks him to stock. <laughs> she got it shipped from Japan. Yeah, she 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 makes sure she only takes them after he's been for a, a massive jog. <laughs> oh God, it's so gross. These okay, that lady. I'm, I'm relieved to hear this. I'm relieved to hear this. When when we stop recording, I need to know who this is so I oh, can course, find them yeah. revolting. <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> oh good, I thought I was a crazy one. No, I'm I'm fascinated as to the like I could do a whole case study on how on earth that's even come about. That is truly bizarre. <laughs> uh, some families are like that though. It's weird, you know. Yeah, well, it's like that thing where I know every family's got stuff that you consider to be a bit weird. Um, but then there's there's a limit. There's always a limit where you go. No, now now you now it's not just within the bell curve of like, uh, hey, uh, we all cook a little differently. You're, you're this is properly weird. Mm. Yeah, there are some families that are too familiar with each other. I, I think being part of a family, it should it should be they're, they're part friends, part colleagues. You know, a family home should feel a bit like. A workplace. <laughs> you know, I think there should be kind of a professional <laughs> distance between members. I uh, I, I knew a, a family growing up where if any of their kids were like overly angry about something or they were being unreasonable, the parents would almost try and like um, like negotiate or teach them out of it. If they were being what? Sorry. 
like if they were having like a tantrum, right? Or if they right. were getting really up, upset about something that was a bit stupid. They'd have like a meeting with the kids' lawyers. Yeah, <laughs> they would subpoena their child. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, they'd be all like thera therapeutic about it, which sounds nice, but also like sometimes if it was really unreasonable, I would think like even even sitting there as like a child, I would think I'm on the side of what my parents do, which is just to say, oh, you know, stop, shut up, stop being so silly. Right. Well, but have those kids grown up? That are the ones um, that, are, that you're talking about. Well, they're like they're super, super emotionally comfortable and literate, but they are like not very good at suppressing their feelings. Yeah, so it has a side effect. Right, isn't they just say what's on their mind all the time? Yeah, well, they sort of like uh, their gut instinct is that all emotions are valid and they can just immediately uh. express them. And then you have to go, no, that's very silly to be angry about this. And they go, oh, you're right. And then they stop. But it's like, oh, well, that sounds good. It sounds like they're very emotionally flexible. Yeah, very flexible, but it's it's sort of like you always have to talk to them from the point of view that what they've done is already valid, as opposed to going, you're immediately being insane here. Stop it. <laughs> okay, okay. So you have to be like, I ca I understand why you burnt down that preschool, but let's consider the <laughs> negatives. You have to be like that. Yeah, I know that it feels like they were talking about you at the other end of the room, and that's why you beat them to death with a chair. But they weren't. They were just talking to themselves <laughs> while they were on their phone. Yeah. So it's not not always not always good to 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 do that. But yeah, this no this 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 whole domestic situation sounds. Especially like you know what's really lent to the sinister air is that I would have found it a bit creepy and and incestuous before, but especially in the context of them being locked in a house together. Mm, I think especially, it'd be worse if I think it'd be worse if they lived in different houses. And she oh, snuck oh yeah, over. No. <laughs> like a burglar, yeah. <laughs> like the burglar from Sims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, the music would suddenly change and she'd creep in with a strappy jumper on. The most terrifying moment in video games, I'd say. Yeah, when you're a kid, that, that sudden that sudden sinister music. You go, oh no, fuck, that burglar! He's going to steal that lamp that makes my sim better at maths. <laughs> uh, yes, okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad I wasn't losing my fucking mind and that it is, in fact, this person who is crazy. No, yeah, I, I would, I would, I would say so. I would say so. Um, uh, mm. Shall we do? Oh, we said we were going to do tat, didn't we? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's do some tat. Nice. Hey, kids! Time for another episode of Kitchen Physics with me, Phil. Today's episode is about heat. Heat is incredible. It cooks your food, it keeps you warm at night, and it's really, really fun. Try this out. Put an empty pot of water, well, it's not empty then, but put a pot of water onto the stove and turn on the fire. Wait a while. Turn off the fire. You might now think the water is cold, but no, it has retained the heat. Try it out. Dip your hand in. Does it hurt? That means it's still hot. Congratulations, you're a scientist now! Kitchen physics! Today's episode is about radiation. Radiation is an incredible, magical, invisible power that flies through the air. 
your microwave oven uses it. Follow the steps that I posted on my website to disable the fail safe that stops a microwave when you open the door. Once you've done this, open your microwave door and turn it on for a couple of minutes. Stick your hand in front of the open uh, bit and have a feel. Is your hand getting warmer? That's microwaves! Isn't it incredible? Kitchen physics! Today's episode is about alcohol. Alcohol is a fun and magical liquid. It is good to drink and it can make things burn. Try this. Take a gulp of your parents' alcohol, whiskey or vodka, whatever, and then turn on the fire on the stove and then spit out the alcohol in a big cloud. It should ignite and explode in a fun and beautiful way, like fireworks in your house. Impress your family. Kitchen physics. Hi kids, today's episode is about the justice system. The justice system is this mean and nasty system that stops nice men from doing fun things. Since last episode I have been arrested by the justice system. I am now in a prison waiting for a trial. I have been charged with negligence and conspiracy to burn mummies and daddies. But don't forget to tune into my new show, Prison Physics! It's one o'clock somewhere. Give me the coffee and no one gets hurt. Bless this mess. I like two things, pals and Prosecco. And I'm all out of pals. One Prosecco, two Prosecco, three Prosecco, floor. If the wife asks, I'm working. Keep calm and keep drinking tea. Tat attack! All right, everyone. It's Tat Attack. It's been a while. It's been a while. It has been a while. Um, not that there hasn't been Tat accumulating. Tat doesn't sleep. Tat's like dust. Is this? It just is. It's, it'll never not be a factor. There's Tat floating about the universe, and we'll never know exactly how much. But it's still floating out about there. I think I think actually we're due um, next month. Some tat is going to fly very close to the Earth. It should just miss us, um, <laughs> but do keep an eye out. And of course, the Mars rover is looking for evidence of tat on the surface of Mars. Because <laughs> um, I think mean there that. might be some some tat just below the surface, but it's hard to tell. It would be evidence, of course, of uh, unintelligent life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. A, a tat level culture. <laughs> um what this I have in from um Sophie on Instagram and it's a, it's ah. there's a lot going on. For one, it's on a car door right by the handle. And um the the car itself is sort of a metallic baby blue. And it says, <laughs> in cursive, it's one of the classic um, two fonts. Oh, nice. In, yeah, yeah. In cursive, it says, dance. And then right under it, in Arial, all caps, like nobody's listening. <laughs> so it says, dance like nobody's listening. <laughs> wow. I mean, that is next level tat. That's, that, the, the, the tat's gone to your, it's, it's, it's gone into your brain. At that point, the tat. Yeah, and also I like the fact that um, 
in my like the fonts are kind of the wrong way around like it should be like uh, as an in, as an in, as a sort of in, in, instructive tense it should be like in in aerial capitals dance and then like no one's you know like, <laughs> right early. yes you're right whereas instead it's dance like no one is listening <laughs> also what's interesting about dance like no everybody uh, dance like nobody's listening is that someone's main hesitance when dancing is not how they look but the sound they make when dancing <laughs> like they they love the movement of tap dancing but they find the tapping just excruciatingly embarrassing or or they're in a sealed room dancing and there's loads of people pressing their ears up against it going hey, whoa, 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 what's that what's that <laughs> favorite dance is the soft shoe obviously is the yeah, only one yeah, you yeah. get away with <laughs> Um, I have been sent some good stuff from Becky. Becky, very sweaty. What yeah. the heck, yeah. Becky? What the heck, What the heck, Becky? On on uh, Instagram, and uh, these are, uh, I believe, mini hanging signs. So these hanging are signs, signs that you oh, hang. Okay, so they're not signs they're that say so- like hanging next weekend. They're not like signs for a public hanging. They're not. They're not signs uh, advertising the soon, the soon to be hanged uh, d- uh, deeds and misdeeds of a highwayman. No. Okay. Uh, they are painted in uh, what I would call Cathkidson colors. Lovely. And so, so this Emperor this first Empire. hanging sign. Yeah, but emp- like like if the British Empire was all pastels. Gotcha. Yeah. So this first one is, uh, I, I would call it um, all, almost turquoise uh, sort of blue. Okay. And uh, it says, uh, the, the, the letters here are kind of pressed in with gold lettering. Mm. Uh, and it says, seven billion people on the planet and you're my favorite. Right, yeah. So uh, you're as in the reader, any reader of the sign. Yeah, if you see the sign, you are the sign's favorite. <laughs> if you are a pervert living next door and you've managed to find an angle where your telescopic lens <laughs> catches this sign, you are now this person's favorite person in the world. It's like a yeah, a, a horrible wanking man in an attic looking through a telescope. And he goes, wait, wait, whoa, what's that? And he zooms in and he, and he, and he goes, oh, I knew it. I knew they're sending secret signals. <laughs> you are the... Wow. Also, there's a your presumption sign, there that your, the, <laughs> this person has met 7 billion people. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also speaks a great deal of uh, languages. Yes. Because it's so, so presumptuous when people go, of all the people in the world, I love you. It's like, no, of all the uh, 2,000 people you've met thousand people you've met it's still pretty good odds it's a pretty impressive number but it's not seven billion yeah of 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 the few thousand people i've met and the few hundred people i can claim to know in any capacity (laughs) of the select group of people who have happened to come across me in my specific life journey you are the best in the world yeah, and uh, the exception to this rule is those weirdos who fall in love with historical figures. Oh, really? Well, yeah, well, they're just sort of like, uh, 
obsessed with Genghis Khan or Napoleon or something, and they sort of. Uh, or sometimes you see that headline Genghis about like Khan, a, a lady. If Genghis, if it's Genghis Khan, that's like extremely distant incest, isn't it? <laughs> if they're from a certain yeah, most of continental Europe, yeah, very distant. Um, it's like and, really fancy uh, Charlemagne. Well, it's like, come on, that's your great, 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 great. <laughs> Two hours later, great, great grandfather. Yeah. Or um, the, the, every now and then you see those headlines about like a lady marrying a ghost. <laughs> no church in the country would sanctify that union. No, I mean, uh, not even if it was the Holy Ghost, especially. Not <laughs> that was really marrying up the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. what a gold digger. What a ghost digger. <laughs> She's just with him for the ectoplasm. <laughs> so, uh, she's just with him to get into the kingdom of heaven god's sake um so uh there's a few more signs phil oh yeah this one is a sort of uh uh dark cherry color cherry cherry red sort of perfectly. yeah and it's in gold here and what annoys me initially about the writing on this phil is that it's justified to the left format wise yeah so it, it, it's not it's not like central centrally justified like it's a poem. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the left hand side of the lettering is all in one line and gotcha. the right hand side is is all jangly and I don't like that. So that's my first critique here. Uh and the the writing says some girls are just born with glitter in their veins. <sighs> How many a, a, a deadly a deadly ailment. Horrible. Get, yeah. I think there's a treatment for that now. Some girls have <laughs> glitter in their veins. How many lines is that spread across? Uh, four. Some girls have glitter in their veins? So, some girls are just born oh. with glitter in their veins. Oh, man. Yeah, and it doesn't take up the whole sign either. It's very weirdly printed. Um, and if your baby came out and it was it had glittery blood, so you'd Im- immediately they'd be like, "Did you fuck a birthday card? Why is your kid?" Oh, there'd, there'd be questions about blood. who the father was. If it was me, yeah. I'd have some very <laughs> difficult questions for my wife. Is this? Did you have sex? You said you didn't have sex with Peter Pan. <laughs> You've been fucking the Moon Pig Man, haven't you? <laughs> it's that Moon Pig money. <laughs> I'm gonna th- I'm gonna tear his customized congratulations on the birth of your child card in front of you. Tear it right up. <laughs> oh man! Um, yes, glittery veins. The next one, uh, dark blue. It says uh, today's forecast: colon ninety nine percent chance of wine. Oh, it's a classic! It's a classic. That's um, that's part of the hundred steps of recovery. Um, in Alcoholics Anonymous, it's um, a percent every day. So th- I think this person has just started their, their recovery. <laughs> Tomorrow yes, and, it'll be ninety-eight, and, and then ninety-seven. Good. It's a long process. I like process, the idea but... of someone who's who's trying to stop drinking, expressing how stressed they are, how much they want to start drinking again. <laughs> it's like we- weather forecasts. <laughs> how are we today? Oh, ninety-nine percent. Oh God. Oh shit! Not There's a 99 percent chance of wine today. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I think there's a 14 percent chance of crack. 
Uh, t- tell you what, at the moment, there's a 100% chance of some booze in my house. I, oh, man. It's like Christmas every day here. I'm just drinking every day. You being a booze boy? Being a little booze boy. Well, I've, have you been, I, I finally got my crate of free Beer 52 beers. Yes, um, one of our new sponsors, Beer 52. Um, are, are they sponsors? Um, but yeah, they sent us um, some beer. They're really delish. It's good. I I was um one of one of them. It's just a little can, but it's like nine percent or something. So I'm oh, treating yeah. it like a shotgun shell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, as in shooting it into your own face when you've had enough. Ninety nine percent chance of <laughs> <laughs> shotgun pellets to the face. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I'm gonna start making tat fill, but for for jacking it. Taps. Tat. Oh, tat. Right, okay, yeah. I'm going to start doing, like, today's forecast, 99% chance of wanking. <laughs> it's come it's, a it's like... somewhere. <laughs> Just really wholesome tat for someone who loves wanking. <laughs> <laughs> Some boys are just born with their dick in their hand. <laughs> Seven billion people on the planet, and I'm going to have a wank now. In this that house, kind of thing. we, hmm, but, um, we, uh, what, what's a cutesy way of saying? Uh, in this house, we leave the door open when we wank, because we're a family. <laughs> that, that would work for your friend and her weird underwear habits. <laughs> yeah, these sound like the, the, the signs she might have in her family home. Well, she might have this sign, Phil. It's pink, and it says, Roll me in fairy dust and call me a unicorn. Oh, what does that even mean? Is that a threat? I don't know. I didn't think... I don't know why a fairy... Why would the dust of fairies be on a unicorn? They're, they're not necessarily... Yeah. The same. I, are they known for barreling into fairies' homes and stealing their dust? Crushing them to that death, would be, maybe, would... in the great fairy unicorn wars? <laughs> <laughs> I I like the idea of like uh you know in a movie where you have like a Vietnam commander. Mm. And he's he's chomping on a massive cigarette and he's wearing like a vest with grenades on and 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 stuff. Yeah. And he's got aviators. I like the idea of him looking out at a bunch of jungle trees and and seeing Viet Cong there and saying, "Well, row me in fairy dust and call me a unicorn." <laughs> I love the smell of glitter in my veins. I love the smell of fairy dust in the morning. <laughs> you better watch your tongue, boy, or I'm going to cut your throat and watch the glitter come out. Gosh, I need to watch more Vietnam movies. Yeah, man. that's You've got time now. You have time to do nothing but watch Vietnam movies, if you feel like it. It's true. Have you watched any more movies? You only watched Silence of the Lambs for the first time the other day, Clarice. Have you watched any more? That was really good. Um, I watched them some Studio Ghibli, Ghibli. Ooh. Um, which ones? More, uh, My Friend Torturo and Princess Onoke. Mononoke. Mononoke. Yeah, I think I've that's s- it. I I've saw that on Netflix. I should watch it. I've still not seen Spirited Away because everyone's seen it. So I've gone on to so you know, I can't watch it with my sister because she's seen it. Well, I'll probably have to watch oh. it at some point. You know what I mean? It's definitely worth a gander. It's good. Oh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's good. It's nice escapism. Uh, 
What else? It's it's it, it's just nice that we there's 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 kind of anime movies that people can watch without their virginity growing back, you know. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or turning into so, an alt-right internet troll. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the only culture you think is as superior as white culture seems to be Japan for some reason. But it's never Japanese people. It's always... Sort the of, porn. The porn. So I mean sort of like those um, like crazy troll accounts on Twitter and stuff always have an anime avatar. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know... It's it's going to make history books very confusing. Is it just the conflation of people who live in their basements? I th- I think so, and I I think like it's almost become like a self aware thing now. Like, but but it doesn't work in the same way that self aware tat is still tat. Right, I see. Because uh, while they're you're going, still like, doing it, the bad thing, it doesn't matter that you know you're doing the bad thing. Yeah, because they're, they're still just like, a, God, imagine if I was lame enough to sincerely have an obscure anime, slightly pedophilic character as my <laughs> home screen. And you go like, well, no one knows you don't mean it, and you know who the character is, so you've clearly watched that shit. Right, yeah, exactly, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you, can, you haven't escaped this by just like doing it anyway. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a clever way of getting around it. As postmodernism has only just hit the internet, Pierre. <laughs> it's only just hit the basements around the world <laughs> uh, and one final sign Phil so after the last one about fairy dust and unicorns we're now getting quite realistic and cynical which is very strange gear shift yeah wow um, like um, what would this be n- 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 nihilistic tat nihilatat oh that would <laughs> life is meaningless in curly whirly writing <laughs> Yeah, that would be good. So this says, uh, life is not a fairy tale, oh. which is a, a immediately comes as a shock after the previous one. Yeah, I'm buying the book. Life is not a fairy tale. If you lose your shoe at midnight, you're drunk. Oh, that took me too long for what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Life is it just oh. seems like people who read Tat are constantly pissed on wine and gin and like, and covered in pink tassels. Is that why they're all in cursive? Because they can't keep their fucking hands straight. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Or to, to make sure that they can't be read um, well, I think that early enough to absorb the wisdom. It, it makes sense because tat is only funny to the kind of dull person who thinks, you know, going to the pub is cheeky. Yes, yeah. God, imagine if we went and had three drinks. You know, that's what everyone's doing. <laughs> You're in one of the most alcohol-ridden countries on earth. What do you think? Yeah, what e- other options did anyone have to do this evening? <laughs> the cheekiest thing you could do is to go to that same pub and only drink juice all night. Yeah, suddenly you're the most frightening person in the pub. People would find you chilling because it would mean that you were in that Weatherspoons for the vibe. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't drink, but I just really like it in here. I like the people who stand too close to me while I'm ordering and cough on my hands. I like it. I like the bright lights and the vomit-inducing carpets. I like it. I like the microwaved food. I like it. I like it. Oh, God, I miss Weatherspoons. And now, yeah, we all miss it. We miss it. We miss the ruddles. Now it's cancelled. Even, 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 uh, even once this is over, will Weatherspoon still be cancelled because of the things Tim Martin has said? 
I think it's going to be like everything that's cancelled, which is that everyone says it's cancelled and then keeps doing it anyway. And just there's this kind of tacit agreement that we won't tell the two people on Twitter who would actually care. And they're probably in the Weatherspoons too. That is true. Also, I reckon now's the time to get cancelled because no one's going yeah. to remember, right? Yeah, it's a good time to be cancelled. Or do yeah. you think that the, the ferocity It's like having the, an affair the... during the Second World War. It's like, yeah, people will forgive. <laughs> Everyone will just think, look, a lot was going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or do you think people being glued to their phones and unproductive all day means that they'll have more energy to, to tweet stupid uh, rage at you? Uh, n- no. I mean, I don't think so. I think because sort of inaction begets inaction and if you don't if you know you you just get more slothful the less you do so i think people are actually yeah. getting lazier yeah that's interesting yeah this is pr- yeah this is the prime time to be cancelled phil so if you yeah. have anything just just do that now okay okay i'll leak something um and uh and special thanks i was gonna say to mary mary um, yeah i think um, i've gone through all the mary rhymes at this point yeah, I think so. But but Mary has uh, handmade her very own Bud Pod tat. Wow. Like a crochet. And it's, well, it's like, a, you know when it's those things where it's like a circle of fabric and you stitch into it? Is that cross-stitching? Yes, yes. And, you, and people write like, uh, bless this mess and uh, home is where the heart is or whatever and a, a little house with smoke coming out, that kind of thing. Of course, yeah. Well, she's just uh, done in in black thread, beautiful cursive, which is must be really difficult to do with thread. It just says "keep on jacking it," and there's a few flowers. Oh, beautiful! I'd like to see this. It's very nice. I'll send it to you now. Um, but that's that's. I I have no context for how long that might have taken you, but I, I'm impressed regardless. That's uh, um, real commitment. I mean, if I that's like, what's impressive about that is that you didn't get through the first few letters that you didn't get to through keep and go actually this is a bad idea and, and not <laughs> worth my time <laughs> you you were totally aware of what you were doing as you slowly stitched the word jacking <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and yeah and kept your patience so as not to mess it up like sticking your tongue I've, out um... got really concentrating <laughs> i've often thought that about the guy who did the oil painting of hitler Right, yeah. <laughs> He's just really thinking, oh, I've got to get the shading right on Hitler. Uh, yeah, you, you know, they animated every hair on his moustache um, separately. <laughs> Hitler was actually played by several people with those ping pong ball suits on. <laughs> yeah, Hitler was actually played by Andy Serkis. People know this. It was his, um, <laughs> it was his first major role, really. Yes, and not only that, he doubled up. He played Hitler and the first year of the war. <laughs> Huge role. <laughs> Stretching even for someone of Circus's talent. Oh, this isn't Tat, but it's quite a nice message. I thought I'd read it. I got it on um, Instagram also from uh, from Alex, a, a pod bud who lives in, in, in Paris. He's on, in quarantine in Paris right now, in Le Quarantine. Um oh. And she says, I've been listening to Bud Pod so much during the quarantine here in Paris that when I met my neighbor for the first time yesterday on the balcony, she asked me if I lived with two English guys because she'd heard us laughing. 
<laughs> I wonder if Alex has been s- saying stuff back to us. <laughs> yeah, or does her neighbor think like, oh, wow, those two English guys really don't let you get a fucking word in. <laughs> yeah. They're rude. They're funny, but they're rude. I think they're yeah, probably they're quite so sexist because they don't seem to value your input or ask for it at all. Yeah, and and if it's an old lady neighbor, they'll be like, "Well, you, I'm I'm glad you laugh when your friends, who are your male friends, constantly talk about jacking and shitting around you. Uh, but you know, they should think before they speak." By the sounds of it, they're just chatting to each other while they watch you clean the house and cook. <laughs> and every now and then they try and pressure you into buying some beer or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i th- i think i think that's the i think that's the episode yes that is um um an- another episode of bud pod there Qu- quan pod uh thank you all for listening hope it's going okay i feel like the weeks have started to go by quicker although- i think so if as although i did a thing the other day where i was like oh my god i i i i it's been ages since I talked to that guy, and I checked, and it was two days ago. Yeah, yeah, that that's how that does happen with a few things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've had moments where I've gone like, there's still a couple of things I need to get done, a couple of little jobs I need to sort right with with deadlines, and I've woken up going, oh my god, I was supposed to do that, and then I realize, oh no, I still have like six days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've I've done that where I've I've got the days wrong, and I thought, well, it's going to be absolute chaos, and it's like, no, you have forever you have forever to do this <laughs> time enough at last but, uh, yeah that's it hope hope, uh, hope you guys are keeping safe and keeping indoors and uh, keep jacking it keep jacking it guys see you next week bye bye